don't take everything so seriously. <clears throat> We're just exploring the thought. Welcome to the second episode of the Explore the Thought podcast with your host, me, Ilhanyas Oja, a.k.a. Milton. On today's podcast, we'll be discussing my solo trip to Nashville. It was a blast. <clears throat> I went um, Veterans Day weekend for my 25th birthday uh, last year in 2021. Um... The reason for the trip was I I was <laughs> I was kind of going through it. Um, I didn't really want to celebrate my birthday with anyone. I didn't really want to uh, do anything. I kind of wanted to just stay home, stay low key, you know, celebrate with family. Um, but instead of doing that, I decided that I wanted to do a challenge, and that was to travel alone to see if I could actually do it and how I would react to it. I would, for five days, four nights, um, as lonely as it was, it was one of the greatest times of my life. I'm, I'm super happy that I did it. I met some really awesome people, ate some really incredible food, got to do literally whatever I wanted, didn't have to worry about what anyone else wanted to do. It was just kind of like a, a trip for me. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Uh, what we'll be discussing in this podcast, um, the food that I ate, the small adventures that I had, um, talking about the Titans Saints game, my experience from it, sitting on the on the on the stands, um, and let's just get right into it. Um, I'm gonna start this off with how I landed. So uh, I landed in Nashville. The flight was super super like fast. I mean, I was probably in the air for maybe an hour and a half. You literally you go up. You hit altitude and then you just come straight back down. I think it was literally an hour and a half flight, um, if that. It might have been longer. I don't really remember. It was so quick. Um, so I get, I land. I, 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 I'm in the airport. I'm walking around. I was literally stuck at the airport for like an hour and a half to like two hours trying to find an Uber or a Lyft or... Uh, in Nashville, they have like those bird scooters and bikes, the Divi bikes. Um, so I was just trying to find something. I was, I was texting my my sister and my brother in law, being like, "Yo, like I might be just stuck here for a minute." Um, eventually, I finally get a lift two hours later, and um, my lift driver, she was really nice, super super wonderful woman. Um, but she like didn't know where I was going. Like she couldn't find my hotel. She she basically was just driving around in circles for like 10 minutes trying to figure out where to drop me off. Eventually, she dropped me off at the hotel, but the hotel and where you check in is two separate buildings. So, like, you have, like, the hotel block, and then the where you check in is in front of that. It's its own separate building. They're not connected in any way, shape, or form. So, I'm walking around trying to find out where to check in. It's like one o'clock in the morning or one one o'clock in the afternoon, and I'm I'm starving. I'm trying to figure out where to check in. I finally find the the check in, and uh, I couldn't check in for another two hours. So I was like, "Yo, can I just leave my bag here?" And the guy was like, "Super nice. He let me leave my bag there." And so immediately, first thing I do is I I order an Uber and I hit up Zazby's. Now Zazby's people were telling me that it's like a late night place to go eat. Well, it was the first place that I ate in Nashville, and 
it was awesome. Like it was, it was delicious. Great food, Nashville hot chicken. It's kind of something that like Nashville has a staple for, as well as like their barbecue, and uh, like their their ribs. Um, so I uh, I kind of did this like a uh, a food blog. So this is kind of like a, a a podcast blog of of Nashville and like the foods that they had there. And then once I'm done talking about all the restaurants that I ate at and the foods that I had. Um, we'll go into more of like what I did on my birthday and, 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 and the football game. We'll go in a little bit in depth with that. Um, so yeah, the first place that I ate was Zazby's and I wrote a little like synopsis on, on my experience there. So here it goes. My reading is terrible guys. So bear with me. Um, I'm working on that. Something that I plan to get better at as, uh, I continue doing these podcasts. Uh, I, I plan on reading a lot more this year. It's, it's part of my uh, my uh, resolution. So, Zazby's. <clears throat> Their batter for the chicken tenders is touching. Breaded to a hella meat to bread ratio. Uh, yeah, I tried to be funny with it too. Um, so, there's going to be some very stupid lines that come out of my mouth. <laughs> Dipping it into the Zach sauce is just as wonderful as shredding the slopes. As you guys know, I'm a really big snowboarder. We'll have a podcast about that. Maybe I'll have some of the buddies that I go snowboarding with on for that one. I love snowboarding. It's like clarity to me. It helps me stay sane. Um, The sweet and spicy chicken wings are immaculate. More on the sweeter side, but with a light kick on the back end. The Zach sauce is a must when going here, it's a perfect blend of honey mustard, ranch, and spice, allowing excuse me, allowing your taste buds to dance and enjoy the night. The buttermilk ranch might be the best ranch I've ever had, but still too early to tell. French fries are cooked to a crisp cooked to a crisp, as well as a slice of toast to top you off. There's a house sweet tea is their house their in-house sweet tea is also a must. The sweet tea really brings the meal together. One of the best fast food cha- uh, chicken joints I've ever been to. Doesn't even feel like a chain. It feels like home. All in all, I would give this place two thumbs up, which I would stick with that. Um, it was a great, fantastic first meal. Um, it was my f- the only meal that I had, so I didn't really have much to go on. But it was it was it was great. Um, I highly recommend going there either late night or whenever you have a chance. Um, super homey environment. Um, the staff there is wonderful. They're super nice. And it was just a great place to eat. Um, yeah. So that was Zazby's. I'm just going to go down the list of the foods, places that I ate, and then I'll tell you a little bit more about them and my experience there. So I also ate at Prince's Hot Chicken and Hattie B's. Um, they're kind of like rivalry chicken places in Nashville. Um, I don't know if it's Hattie B's and Prince Hot Chicken and Prince's Hot Chicken that has the family ties or if that's Jack's Barbecue and Martin's Barbecue. I know that there's these chains, not chains, but there's these restaurants in Nashville that were owned by the same family, but then the family like split or something happened with the family. I don't really know much detail about it. I probably should have Googled it before doing the podcast, but apparently they're battling to see like who has the best food uh between the two places so there's prince's hot chicken hattie b's i know that they had like they have like a rivalry but i don't know if that's the family rivalry jack's barbecue and martin's barbecue i'm assuming that's the family rivalry because they both have like names 
uh, like first names. Uh, Yeast Nashville, uh, Zazby's I just told you about. Chicken Guy, which is Guy Fieri's uh, chicken place. Tequila El Dolar Numero Uno, one of the best fucking tacos I've ever had. Uh, Roma Pizza, we'll get into that. Um, we'll talk about this. Euling Nashville Beer. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Wisconsin, but Wisconsin has their own beer. It's called Spotty Cow. You can only buy that beer in Wisconsin by New Glarus. It's the only beer that you can buy in Nashville. You can't, or in uh, Wisconsin, you can't buy it anywhere else. Other than I found out you can buy it in Hawaii because one of the owners, her son, uh, moved there and opened a liquor store. But Euling is the Nashville's version of Spotty Cow, where I believe you can only buy that in Nashville, and it's fucking delicious. Um, and then I also went and ate a vino signature. Um, as you notice, like there wasn't very many like breakfast places. I'm not a I, I, breakfast is one of my favorite meals, but I didn't really have a chance to go to Waffle House because it was so far away. It was a 45-minute Uber, and that was just like, it was like a $60 Uber, and I was just not willing to spend $60 to Uber there. It's too far away to walk. So I didn't get Waffle House. I know. I still have to try it. Everyone tells me it's amazing, but I didn't have a chance. So basically what I ate for breakfast was like Pop-Tarts from the gas station across the street. Uh, that was basically my breakfast and like a protein bar or something like that. But let's get into these. <clears throat> so I'm going to start it off with Prince's Hot Chicken. Um, I'm going to read this off to you guys. Honestly, it's sweet bun and spicy chicken. Perfect combo to make your taste buds melt and I just have an, and just have an orgy in your mouth. Wow, hold on. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's redo that. Prince's Hot Chicken. Honestly, it's sweet bun and spicy chicken is a perfect combo to make your taste buds melt and just have an orgy in your mouth. I would have to say Hattie B's has more selections and recognition, but Prince, Prince's is just as good and less wait time. If you want a good Nashville hot chicken sandwich, this is a place. If you want hot hot Nashville chicken tenders or nuggets, Hattie B is your place. Um, I would have to stick with that statement, even though I do think that Hattie B's hot chicken was better. Um, Hattie B's kind of stole the show for me. I ate Hattie B's like twice almost three times when I was there because of how much I enjoyed it. Um, Prince's Hot Chicken was phenomenal. The sweet bun is literally just, it, it makes the sandwich complete. It's perfect. They they put like a little like coleslaw like sauce on it too. It was, it was just really, really good. Um, Prince's Hot Chicken, uh, it was super hard to find. So if you're in downtown on Broadway, there's like a little mall that's kind of like in this like little like U shape of Broadway and it's just this mall like uh, outdoor walking mall and it's in the mall upstairs all the way in like this corner um, and if you do use like your GPS to get there it's gonna take you to a different chicken spot you're gonna go to that chicken spot walk up the stairs and then you're gonna walk and to like the left you're going to keep going to the left until you get to the other section of the mall and then you take a right and it should be right there. It was it was a, it was a hassle to to find Princess Hot Chicken, but great food. Great food. Um the next place that I'm going to talk about is Hattie Bees. Um by the way guys, if you enjoy this this style of podcast, let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Ilhan AK Milton if you guys want to see videos of the food that I ate or the adventures that I had. 
in Nashville. I do have that as a safe story, so you guys can ch go check that out. Um, Hattie B's, or you can oh, actually you can also go check out Explore the Thought on Instagram if you want to see like stories and and random shit that I like to talk about on there. Um, Explore the Thought on Instagram, Ilhan A K Milton on Instagram, and Explore the Thought on Instagram. Go follow. <clears throat> now to Hattie B's. Nashville hot chicken might be the move in Nashville. Their hot chicken sandwich blows any chicken sandwich out of the water. They have four flavors. Mild, medium, which I got. Hot and super hot. I got their bird fries with hot sauce, dark meat tenders, and are incredibly juicy and tender with the heat just tickling your balls in a good way. Amazing food, amazing vibes, amazing people. The merch is amazing. As they sh they have shirts that say "Shut the cluck up" and "Go cluck yourself." Nothing better than some mild humor. Honestly, Nashville, it didn't even seem like they were going through a pandemic. Like I went in twenty twenty one, Chicago. Like we're super strict here in Chicago. We're actually shut down, like basically shut down again because they have this new mandate where if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to restaurants or any of these places. They're doing like the 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 vax card check mandate in chicago so like su everything here is super strict basically like people are just going to grocery stores and then going home um there's not really much of a nightlife here in chicago anymore as there was in 2021 there was a nightlife i mean we went out quite a lot but it wasn't like nashville no one in nashville no one was wearing masks no one cared everyone was kind of just living their life understanding that there is this disease that they need to fear but they're not allowing that fear to control their lives they've kind of realized that hey life is precious and you know you kind of just have to live and if you die you die that's kind of like their motto in that state like people just don't give a fuck like they don't care they 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 understand the situation but they're still going to live their lives where here in chicago i feel like people are so scared that they don't even know how to live their lives anymore so it's just really cool to see that atmosphere in Nashville. No one wearing masks, no one caring, people dancing, enjoying. It reminded me of growing up before 2020 happened and 2021 happened. People were just really out there enjoying life, being with their families, being with friends, grabbing a drink, grabbing food. No one really cared. The only time I had to wear a mask was in an Uber, and that is if the Uber driver didn't feel comfortable with me not wearing a mask. Other than that, I didn't have to wear one. I was in the airport. I didn't have to wear one. It was just, it was awesome. It was, it was, it was awesome. It was really cool to see like people just understanding what was going on in the world and not allowing it to control what they want to do in the world. And they like, they just, they just didn't care. They, they, they had no, no repercussion. They, they, they obviously were taking care of themselves. They were doing, kind of like. Just letting, just living life, man. And like, it was just, it was really cool to see that at, at, in Nashville. No one really cared. Um, I mean, like, I, I don't say, I don't want to say that they didn't care. It was just they, they weren't allowing that to distract them from life that needed to be lived, which I thought was really cool. Um, an amazing place. The people there were super, super nice. Um, every experience that I had in Nashville, I didn't leave a single bad taste in my mouth. I would love to go back there. In one of my posts, I said it's like a home away from home. It was just, it was, it was awesome. Um, now to continue on to Jack's Barbecue. 
Right in the heart of Broadway, you find a place called Jack's Barbecue, a small dine-in with a rooftop. Because it's on Broadway, every place here is a rooftop. Every place on Broadway is a rooftop bar, just letting you know. Even the restaurants, they have a rooftop, and they have drinks. Every restaurant has drinks. So it's basically just like a restaurant bar, or you're at a bar that has food. Every single place on Broadway has a rooftop in like that strip span. <clears throat> which is super fucking cool. Anyway, the Texas bris beef brisket takes you down the sweet side of barbecue, where Martin's is a competition takes you on a hot side. Jack stole my heart in this epic brisket battle. The sweet with the cornbread and the mac and cheese is all you need, but get a plate and you can add another side. To be honest, wish they had fries, but the coleslaw was decent. I should have gotten the apples. All in all, barbecue scene in Nashville is epic. Great food, great music, and beautiful people. That's another thing. Every bar that you go to has live music. It's fucking sick. No matter where you are, you're listening to live music. And these bands are just incredible. They're all incredible. And you see bands just constantly rolling through with their equipment, setting up. And each bar kind of has like... Every, each bar has its own live music, and each bar has multiple live musics. Like, each bar has multiple levels, and each level tends to have different music, which is fucking sick. Um, but yeah, Jack's Barbecue, man. They take you on this, this beautiful, sweet side of barbecue that you didn't think really existed. It's kind of like that original barbecue flavor, but with that, that sweet tang to it, and it's just... It melts in your mouth. It's so easy to pull apart. It's just beautiful tasting brisket. It was phenomenal. Super phenomenal. Speaking of brisket, I also had Martin's. I had to try it out. I had to know what these epic battles, these epic food battles are going on in, in, in these, these these towns. Like there's definitely a podcast where if I go to Louisiana, like I'm definitely it's gonna be all about food like this one. Like I said. It's all about exploring the thought, exploring the world, exploring what's going on, and, you know, I want this to be a fun educational podcast, but I also want it to be something where, like, if you do travel, you can try out these places. I don't eat pork, per se. I, I, I'm not a, a pork eater. Um, I grew up in a Muslim household. I eat halal, which is basically no pork products. Um, I do make one exception, though. I really, really enjoy prosciutto. I think prosciutto is not fair. Um, that a religion can not allow you to have something taste so fucking good. I'm not a religious person, but this is how I grew up. And I like to stick to these roots because, one, I've had pork products before. They either make me feel sick or they just don't. They're not They're not appetizing. They're not appealing to me. I don't like bacon. I've had it before. It's not that great. I've had ribs before. It's, it's okay. It's not that great. I'd rather have steak or chicken or anything else i'm not the biggest pork fan um probably because of the way that i grew up but as well as like it's just not appetizing i'm not the biggest man on fats um so pork is just a very fatty meat in my opinion i don't see i I see. I can tell why people like it so much. People that have eaten it, grown up on it. Yeah, I mean, it's a very unique, delicious flavor, but it's just not for me. So something that for other people that don't eat pork products, like you can go and travel into these places and and still be able to find great food. I did not have a single pork product on this trip. 
So to Martin's Barbecue. Since I don't eat pork, coming to Nashville is going to be an experience like no other. Martin's sliced beef brisket is an absolute mouth-watering experience. The mac and cheese is playful and rich with white cheddar. Fries are put through an unbelievable amount of time to get a perfect crispy gold brown. Well, for what? Well, from what colors I can see, that is. I'm colorblind, by the way, guys. You're gonna be learning a lot about me throughout these podcasts. I'm an open book. Uh, that's how I tend these podcasts to be because you know everyone has a story, and if you just sit down and listen, you can learn something from it. Everyone has a story, and you can learn from anyone and everyone. So. Uh, <clears throat> this place is full of wild plants and roadsides, road signs, amazing atmosphere with amazing food, purely, purely one of my favorite restaurants on this trip. If I have time to come back and try the chicken and fish, I will, but for now, brisket is all you need. And I will stick with that statement. Um, I didn't have time to go back to have the chicken and fish, but uh, if I ever do go back to Tennessee, I'm definitely going to go there and I'm going to try it out. Um, kind of like Mike Chen it. Shout out Mike Chen, if you guys don't know who he is. Strictly Dumpling on YouTube. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so... I would say Jax probably wins for me. And I'm a spice guy. Like, I love spicy food. Like, spicy ramen and, like, anything spice. Spicy chicken wings. Like, I love spicy food. It's just delicious stuff. Um, Martin's was spicy. And it was really, really good. I think the Martin's sides are better than Jack's. But Jack's meat is better than Martin's. Jack's had more of a playfulness to their food. To the meat. Whereas Martin's was like, pow. Like, you're just getting hit in the face with fucking flavor. And you can't really pinpoint what the flavor is because it has that spice to it. And it's kind of just like you're overpowered by that spiciness and not all the other flavors. Whereas Jack's, you had more play with the flavors. But Jack's sides were not that great. I fucked up and I didn't get the apple uh, like fritter thingy that they got going on at Jack's. And everyone said like that's what you're supposed to get at Jack's. But I didn't. I goofed. Um, Martin's sides were just so fucking good, man. Like, they kind of stole the show from the meat, but the meat was still delicious. Like, I loved Martin's. It was one of my favorite places to go to. I loved the atmosphere of it. I loved how it had this earthy home vibe to it with also, like, all these road signs, like, uh, Gene Towing and, and like, Route 66 and Route 69. They did have a Route 69. It was fucking hilarious. So, if they could manage to have Jack's, like, meat and uh, Martin's sides, that'd be an epic, epic meal. Yeast Nashville. Yeast Nashville was kind of a trip for me because I wasn't expecting to go here. It's kind of more on, like, the upstate side, bougie-ass place, really rich people, and, it like, I don't know, it just... It seemed like it was just a hole-in-the-wall kind of place in this, like, just rich billionaire, millionaire area. Um, so, 
It's a small hole in the wall breakfast joint packed with great drip coffee and col cheese or kolach. Kolaches, kolaches, I don't I don't really know how to pronounce them. The the way they were pronouncing was kolaches. I got their sausage and cheddar kolache, flaky baked perfection. Dude, this thing was so flaky, it was so good. It melted in your mouth. And and like the sausage also melted in your mouth. It was a beef sausage and it melted like in your mouth. Like it was just like you didn't really have to eat it. It's kind of just like you like drank it in a way. It was really weird, but super fucking good. The coffee's a little on the dark side, but super rich in flavor. Love this small diner with a beautiful earthy home atmosphere. Dude, these people looked like they were farmers, man. And and the girl that was taking my order, she was she was cute. She was a really cutie. Like I could just see like this place like they they like they real they like know that like, you know, protein and meat is good for you. But they're like the type of people that like don't want to kill animals. Like they're very like vegan and uh, was vegetarian, like friendly. Like they had a lot of like uh, other options other than meat. Like I think they only had like an egg kolache and a sausage kolache. Like that was it. Everything else was kind of just like either uh, <clears throat> animal like products, like milk or cheese, or it was like uh, fruits. <clears throat> um now to the blueberry kolache oh my god is this thing it's like biting into a blueberry cloud it's so soft yet firm not flaky it's just a pillow of goodness i highly recommend getting both sweet and savory when you come to yeast nashville i think when you get their savory kolaches they're very flaky like a, a croissant and when you get like their fruit like uh their uh sweet it's more of like a, a donut kind of like consistency like a boston cream donut but like thicker and more rich when it comes to like the breading it's more of like a breading not flaky at all very soft just squishy goodness it was oh dude the blueberry kolache like i i, I want to go back just so i can get one right now it was so good um, I believe I did tell you guys already about Zazby's. Um, Chicken Guy, Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri's restaurant. A lot of people give shit for Guy Fieri for making a chicken restaurant in Nashville because Nashville is known for their hot chicken. And he's trying to compete with some pretty fucking heavy hitters. Um, but I, I think he still did a good job. It wouldn't be a place I would necessarily recommend to go eat to when you're in Nashville. There's definitely other better places plus chicken guy is a, a chain you can you can basically eat it anywhere i believe there's a chicken guy here in chicago i just never went there um so i tried the bourbon barbecue chicken sandwich and holy fuck my mouth is in love it's not nashville hot chicken but so goddamn good um the bourbon sauce tickles your balls and sucks you off it really does it really does it's 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 a happy ending when you eat that sandwich um the special sauce is cracked uh, I, I'm trying to remember what the special sauce tasted like. That's literally all I wrote though. Is special sauce is cracked. I remember having the special sauce and being like, I want another one. I want another one. I want another one. I want another one. Like I, I, I just wanted to keep eating it. And then I also had the donkey sauce and it's ass. No pun intended. It is fucking trash. Don't recommend getting it. And it's like one of their number one sandwiches to get. And it's fucking gross. We're going to go down to Roma Pizza. 
everything that I've been telling you guys so far, other than the the ass fucking donkey sauce, <clears throat> has been superb. But when you try to have pizza, and you come from a place like Chicago, Chicago pizza is just different. It's built different. It tastes different. It's just the best kind of pizza out there. I have yet to have a New York slice. I was supposed to go to New York last year. You guys would have had a podcast about it. I was going to go to New York for 24 hours for a slice of pizza, but then New York went into lockdown literally two days before my flight to New York. So I wasn't able to go to New York. Super sad. Um, That was going to be a video, actually, I was going to post on YouTube. Might still be once New York reopens, but until then, I don't plan on going to New York. Um, They're they're kind of whack over there, and everyone's leaving, so I don't want to go to a ghost town. Sorry, New York, no disrespect to you, but, I mean, you're kind of running your, your, your city to shit. Kind of like how our governors are running Chicago to shit. But that's a different story. <clears throat> Roma Pizza. Speaking of shit, honestly, really shitty pizza. And service... Shitty shitty pizza and service. Yeah, they were fucking trash at, at, at delivering this. Uh, but when it's 3 a.m. and you're drunk as fuck in your hotel room and need a quick bite... This is the only place in Nashville that's open and will deliver. Probably the worst pizza I've ever had. Being from Chicago pizza is always hard to find another state, but wow, wasn't expecting it to be this bad. It felt like it was a stale Little Caesars pizza that was warmed up. Honestly, Little Caesars, I would put like, I would have Little Caesars be a 5 and this be a 1, you know, on a 1 to 5 scale. Like, this pizza was fucking garbage, but I was wasted. And when you're wasted... Trash still tastes good, okay? <laughs> um, they forgot my two-liter bottle of Pepsi. So I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, oh, you can, you can like, call us and, like, we'll deliver it for you. And I'm like, it's already 3 o'clock in the morning. You guys close in an hour. You know, like, you can go fuck yourself, okay? Like, fuck you. I slammed the door on his face. They didn't get a good review from me at all. Um, I even did a one bite on it. It's on my Instagram. You can go check it out. It's fucking trash. Honestly, Dave, doing you a favor, don't ever fucking go there, okay? You don't have to. It's a terrible fucking pizza joint. But now, to one of my favorite, favorite parts. Taco motherfucking Tuesday, okay? One taco, you guys know the motto. This will be a video on YouTube. Explore the thought. I will post it there. It will also be on my Instagram I'll post it there. And on TikTok. I'll post it on TikTok. Fucking, oh my god. Tequila El Dólar Número Uno. Has a 4.2 out of 5 scale. Easily the best tacos I've had so far. Got the steak barbecue taco and a beef tongue taco, as well as a chicken taco. They're all jam-packed with flavor. The tortillas are small but strong, only causing a little mess. Flaky and dunked into a greasy goodness sauce. Yes, I'm telling you, they dunk the whole fucking taco into this like grease sauce goodness. Oh my fucking god! I know that in Mexico they do this a lot with uh, with a lot of their like tacoish meals. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not that cultured. I don't know what their foods are called, but this thing has a four. Uh, it has like a five star out of five on Google. It was literally five feet away from where I was staying. I wish I ate this taco place sooner. 
I would have probably eaten there every single day because this was probably one of the best, if not the best tacos I've ever had in my life. Um, I highly recommend trying this place out for yourselves. It's a little taco truck, okay? If you ever go to Nashville, there's a place called Knight's Inn. You go to Knight's Inn, it's the taco truck right next to it. You walk there, you order whatever kind of fucking tacos you want. They have like seven different kinds of tacos. They have pork tacos, chicken tacos, beef tacos, beef tongue taco, um, barbacoa, bunch of different types of tacos. And every single one of them, I'm assuming, is fantastic because I had three out of like the seven and they were all really, really good. Um... That video will be up on YouTube. <clears throat> and the last place that I had was actually in the airport. It's called Vino Signature. I had three steak tacos. As you know, I don't eat pork, but I do enjoy a good steak and juicy chicken taco. So I had two steak tacos, actually, and one chicken taco. Or no, I had four tacos total, two steak, two chicken. This place has a fantastic bagel with a cream cheese as well as the signature taco topped with their signature pickled peppers. The meat is tender. The heat is perfect for the not-so-spicy lovers. Great meal to have before taking off. The tortillas is soft and thick. They were like literally like pancake tortillas. They were fucking, they were firm. They, they kept everything inside. Keeping everything inside with a little spillage of sauce, sided chips, just like a Mexican-style restaurant in America. It was super good. The bartender, she was really cute, too. We were shooting some shit. Um, and then eventually this lady, Mary, came. And Mary, may I thank you. Because if it wasn't for you, I don't think I would ever restart doing the podcast or re-wanting to make videos. She sparked a fire in me that I didn't know was possible. Mary, I don't know if you're ever going to listen to this, but if you do, I love you. I respect you. I'm thankful that I got to meet you and share stories and break bread with you. Uh, you changed my life. You made me realize that life is actually beautiful. That there is something worth more than just yourself when it, your time is here on this planet and in this time. Um, she's Cuban. She says that hopefully in her lifetime, she's allowed to go to Cuba as a free citizen. Um, until then she won't be able to go back to Cuba because of what's going on there politically. Um, she won't be able to go back, but she was explaining to me her childhood. She's an older woman. She may be in her, I believe she said she was 60 something, but I don't want to be rude. I'm going to say she's 50, maybe 40. But she's an older woman. Um, she sat down next to me and asked if she could sit there. I said yes, of course. I'm just reminiscing about my trip in Nashville. We started discussing. I told her I'm Turkish. told her a little about myself, my mental health. And she gave me some really good life advice. And one thing that she told me, and I hope that this sticks with all of you guys listening, is she said, don't ever search for someone to complete you. Find someone that compliments you. You don't need to love the same things or like the same things. Just you have to like each other. You have to love each other. Be there for one another. Even if it's something that you don't agree with. You have to be there for them. Find someone that compliments you, not completes you. You have to complete yourself first before you can find someone. 
And I thought to myself, like, that is the most beautiful thing ever. She's basically telling me not to go chasing. Eventually, through time, you'll find that person. You'll find your someone. And I, I don't know, man. That, that was, like, the one thing that, like, stuck with me throughout this whole entire trip was, like, you know, she told me she was married, like, twice. Uh she's on her like third man right now fourth man right now and she's falling deeply in love with him and he's falling deeply in love with her and you know they don't share the same interests but when they do come together they cherish each other and <clears throat> i just find that so beautiful knowing like in my own life my parents i mean they don't necessarily love each other anymore but they've stuck through it through thick and thin and a lot of thick they've stuck through a lot of thick and uh, they've gotten to a point where it became super thin. Um, but they're still here. They're still kicking it with each other. Um, and, you know, I I think in today's society, we look at love as something that we don't want to work for. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. You constantly have to be working for it. We're living in a day and age where you can hook up with someone one day and then hook up with another person the next. No one really is searching for true love. We're kind of just searching for that next thing that makes us feel good. But then, you know, a couple hours later, you're back into this depressive state because you're not searching for the right things. You're searching for someone to complete you instead of complimenting you. And that's why you keep getting hurt. And she explained this all to me like two hours before I was flying back home to Chicago. And it was just mind-blowing stuff. She was telling me about love. She was telling me about the world and how to not really listen to the news in a sense of telling you that these places are bad. Like, she went to Afghanistan. She went to all these places that are, like, war-torn countries. And she said there was nothing there but love and hope. And people just looking at you and understanding you're from a different place and trying to protect you from the bad people that are at these places. And she's just... She was a magnificent traveler. She's She's done many, many things. And it's beautiful. It really is. It's fucking beautiful. Um, so we broke bread, um, we had a couple drinks, had a couple laughs, almost cried, Mary, like I said, I love you, 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 you changed my life, I hope one day I can make enough money and, and, and find you again, and, and maybe get you on the podcast, I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna do the podcast, but you changed my life, so, thank you, Mary, um, <clears throat> alright, let's get to the good stuff of Nashville. That's enough about the food and enough about the sappy shit. Nashville was fucking lit. It's just blondes and legs, man. Blondes and legs. Like, if you're a fucking dude, go to Nashville, and I guarantee you, you'll have a great time. Now, these girls aren't raunchy girls, though. They come from the church's belt. They come from God. This is God's country. These women are so fucking beautiful, and they're just fucking... <clears throat> just... They're not hard to get, but they like to play tough. They like to want to know that you're a man and that you will take care of her and she will take care of everything else for you. That is the fucking women that are born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. They love to go out, have a good time, get fucked up, but in the morning, they are working. They're strong, independent women, and I fucking am here for it. I love it. Everything about them. It is also the bachelor and bachelorette capital of the world. I'll have a story for you. I'll tell you right now. I was walking home drunk one day because my, my hotel is only like a 20-minute walk from Broadway. 
This white suburban pulls up. There's like nine girls in the car. I'm walking home. They pull over. There's roll down the windows. They're singing Hey There Delilah to me. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. I'm like waving, like, thank you, ladies. Like, that made my night. And the one girl's like, whoa, you're not going to dab us up? And I was just like, dab you up. Like, that's a Chicago thing. I don't know if everywhere else says that, but, like, I know that's a Chicago thing. Like, we started that, dabbing each other up. Because I remember being in California a year earlier and, and trying to dab someone up, and they just didn't know idea what the fuck I was talking about. They had no clue what the fuck I was talking about. So I was like, oh, hell yeah, like, I'll go dab you up. Might as well tell you, earlier that day I bought a new white Nike SB hat. All right, this is going to come into play. So I go dab them up. <clears throat> they pull me in. My body's halfway in the car, halfway out of the car. My legs are dangling. There's traffic. Light turns green. Honk, like cars are honking. We're still there. They move like cars behind us are moving to the other lane. They're still singing to me. They're grabbing me. They're groping me. They're kissing me on the neck, cheek. Um, eventually, they like asked me about my hat. They're like, "Can I have your hat?" And I was like, "No, you can't have the hat. Like, I just got it. Like, like, please, like, don't, don't take my hat." I'm drunk as fuck. I'm having the time of my life. Like, I'm, I'm literally surrounded by nine women. One's a bachelorette, and she's about to get married. I don't know which one, but. <clears throat> they're all just like you know just like tugging on me pulling me one way pull me in the next my legs are still dangling out of the fucking car and the one girl starts aggressively attacking my hat like she just really wants the hat and i'm a hat wearer so i know how to like adjust the hat to where it's kind of gripped onto your head you can't really take it off so she's like pulling my head like yanking it i'm like dude this bitch is about to snap my fucking neck so i try to get myself out of the car they're holding me in like just trying to steal my hat and i finally i break free i blow them a kiss tell them to have a lovely night and they're like wait you're not gonna come party with us and at that point i was like no i'm not but then i woke up the next day and i was like i totally should have party with them i could have done some fucking damage like sorry mom sorry dad sorry siblings if you're listening to this but like i could i could have had a fucking a night to remember all alone just nine women and a driver <laughs> you know <laughs> like it would have been so much fun but i did the 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 smart thing the adult thing i guess which was fucking stupid and i went home God damn it, I really wish I didn't go home, because that would have been so much fun. Um, just, I bet they, they probably would have bought me drinks, I probably would have been taken care of, like, they, these girls were interested, like, they were actually interested, and I was just too drunk to realize it. I tend to have a lot of those moments. Uh, you see me at a bar, and I'll notice, like, girls getting closer and closer to me, and, like, I'm just so awkward and so shy that I don't know how to talk to them, and, like, tend end up, like, just not talking to any of them and they all just lose interest in me but like i'm i guess i'm a pretty good looking guy i like to dress well i think that might be it i think girls think i'm really like rich and successful when i dress up even though i'm not i'm broke as fuck <clears throat> but it's whatever that's besides the point so yeah nashville is fun it's it's a beautiful place very beautiful people um titans game it was fucking lit. It was uh, Veterans Day weekend. And uh, the night before was my birthday. We were at uh, the Honky Tonky, which is Kid Rock's bar. Kid Rock was actually there. He performed a couple of songs, which is awesome. That's on my Instagram. You can go check that out. 
Uh, as well as like the honky tonky has like five floors. The first two floors are for the f main stage, the first floor main stage. The second floor is its own band. Third floor is its own band, and the fourth floor is the rooftop, which has its other own band. Dude, they they like kind of used me. <laughs> the band on the fourth floor kind of used me. Um, if you pitch in like twenty dollars, you can request a song and they'll sing the song. Well, they did something at the end of the night where they were like, $100, and we'll play one of the three songs. And they kind of used me. They're like, what song do you want to listen to? I was like, Colt 45. Because, like, you know, who doesn't like Colt 45 by Afro, man? Have the whole thing recorded. I'll post that on YouTube and, and Instagram um, on Tuesday when I post this. Um, so, <laughs> so, like... They used me to get this $100, basically. People were like, oh, it's your birthday, you want to listen to this song? Like, here's 20 bucks, here's $10, here's $5, here's a 50. We eventually got the $100, they played the whole song, I filmed the whole thing. And it was just awesome, it was such a vibe. The girl that was on the fourth floor, I literally fell in love with. She was my bartender, she gave me a free drink. Uh, I wrote down my number on, on one of the receipts. She never texted me or called me, because she probably gets that a lot. But I literally fell in love with this girl. Like, she was so fucking cute. Cute little blonde, blue eyes, pigtails, fat ass. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. She was just a, she was just like a, a perfect like specimen of, of of what I like, and I was chirping at her. Like I, I was at a point where I was drunk, and like if they're a bartender, it's easy to talk to. I feel like if it's just a girl that's like there with her girls, like it's really hard to talk to. But, like, all these bartender girls, like, they were kind of, like, chirping back at me, and I was chirping at them, and, uh, I told her, I was like, thank you for giving me, like, a beautiful night, and, uh, hopefully she's still there the next time that I go, because she was just a doll, like, I, I, I really, really, really appreciated her, she gave me free drinks, she didn't really charge me full price for drinks, and she was just so cute, she was as cute as a button, like, I don't, there's not much else to say, like, she was stunning, she was beautiful, really not much else to say great heart you know like she, she knew it was my birthday and she was like i'm not gonna ruin this kid's birthday by you know charging an arm and a leg so i got i got good service good service at the honky tonk um but all right so the next day was the tennessee game so this is like kind of a tradition that i want to do every year my birthday's on veterans day weekend and every stadium does something really cool for veterans day so like i want to start going to vet to, to, to the games one of my goals is to hit all 32 stadiums and eventually see a Super Bowl. So, <clears throat> I plan on doing that every year for my birthday from now on for the next, like, 32 years, or 31 years now, um, is to go to every single game or every single stadium during Veterans Day weekend. And um, it was just awesome. It was so cool to, to, to do and see. I'm used to Soldier Field. I thought Soldier Field was a decent size stadium. I was wrong. It's fucking tiny compared to the Titan Stadium, which I believe holds around 70,000 people. And dude, the Titans, man. I love their, 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 like, chants. Oh, what is it? Their, their lingo. I love their lingo. I'm a Bears fan. I'll fucking die a Bears fan through and through but like dude titans like they stole my they stole a little piece of my heart with their lingo so they do tighten up as the bears do bear down they do tighten up which i like and then they do also do every first down the bears 
usually do like a and another and a bear and another bears and the crowd goes first down. Well, at the Titans game, when they get a first down, they do the Spartan 300 chant. They do the move, 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 and it's when you hear 60,000 people, because it wasn't packed, it wasn't a full stadium. But when you see 60,000 people and you hear that shit, it was terrifying hearing it in 300 with only 300 people. Hearing that with 60,000 people, dude, it sends goosebumps down your fucking spine. It is terrifying. Veterans Day weekend, they had choppers flying overhead, and they flew so low. They flew, like, into the stadium. So they're, they're, they're coming in from the outskirts, and then they ducked down, and, like, my face was literally parallel to the to the chopper's blades. Like, you just hear the thum, 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 and it's just fucking crazy. The crowd's getting hyped as shit. I met some, friend, uh, met some guys from uh, New York. We were hanging, shooting the shit with them. And I also found out that if you go to a Titans game at AT&T Stadium, buy whiskey and Coke. It is cheaper to buy a whiskey and Coke than it is to buy a beer. A beer is like 10 to $11 in Nashville. Whiskey Coke, 8 bucks. So I was just getting fucking wasted on whiskey and Cokes. And, like, if you're one of my friends or if you know me on a personal level, you know, like, I don't really drink whiskey and Coke. I don't really drink dark liquor anymore. When I was younger, I did. I loved it. I kind of abused it to the point where I don't like it that much anymore. It kind of makes me feel sick more than it makes me feel good. I'm more of a tequila kind of guy now. I love tequila as well as I love tacos. I'm kind of just converting into a Mexican at this point. I, I love Spanish culture. Um, not as much as I love Japanese culture or my own culture of Turkey, but I love like Spanish food. Like I just love enriching into their culture. Um, but I was slamming whiskeys and Cokes when I was down there because they were just so cheap. Like, you go to a bar in Nashville, a whiskey and Coke is the cheapest thing that you can buy there because Tennessee whiskey, Jack Co- Jack Daniels is Tennessee whiskey, and, like, it's just cheap there. It's fucking cheap. Like, even buying a handle of Tennessee whiskey was cheaper than buying a 12-pack of beer. Like, it was fucking weird. Like, it's so it was, like, so cheap there, especially in the area that I was in. It was just very, very cheap. So I was just hammering them down and like it didn't give me the same like ill like like i usually i feel pretty sick in my stomach like i feel like i'm gonna yak when i was there it was so sweet it tasted like like kind of like a juice like i was slamming back like whiskey shots at one point with this guy at red barn and super cool local he was just buying me feeding me shots i told him it was my birthday if you travel alone, just tell people it's your birthday and they'll fucking treat you like royalty. Even though it was actually my birthday, they'll fucking treat you like royalty. Um, I also recommend just traveling alone because you get to do whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want. It's just, it's fun. It's easy. It's very, very easy to, to travel alone. Um, it's just actually getting the courage to do it. I, I plan on doing it a lot more now or I travel with just like one person. I don't really want to travel with groups because it just gets too complicated and messy and it's just not worth it. Unless, unless you're, like, really, really, like, everyone knows exactly what they're going to do, then I would I would travel in a group. Like, you have to pre-plan that. Whereas, like, it's kind of a quick trip. Do it with one other person or by yourself. It's so much better. Um, but it was, like, the whiskey there is not, like, whiskey you get here. Like, I'm not a big fan of Jack and Coke when I'm in Illinois. But when I was there, it was the best thing I ever had. It was the be- one of the best drinks. You didn't really get a hangover either. Like, it was just... 
you're very well distilled and sweet and kind of like a juiciness to it. It's fucking delicious. Like Nashville whiskey is so good. It's probably the only place I'll drink whiskey. Seriously. Um, the Titans were playing the Saints. Who that? Not a really big fan of the Saints uh, lingo. The Titans lingo was fucking lit. The stadium was massive. I was dying walking up to my seat. I was in like 300 level. Cheapest ticket I could find I bought. <clears throat> because I don't fucking care. I like the, the, the higher you are, the more you can see. And I just really enjoy that. Because you see the whole field of play. It's really cool. You have a very cool view of the game. And I really, really enjoy it being there. Um, a soft fight happened, break out between some Saints fans and some Titans fans. Saints almost came back and won it, and this kid was, like, talking so much shit, and then he got fucking decked, and there was just a fucking brawl going on. And next to me were some Saints fans, um, and it was a little boy, and I was like, dude, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I, I chirp a lot at games, but when, I, when you're by yourself, you don't really want to chirp. I bought the last on-field stitched Derrick Henry jersey when I was there, even though Derrick Henry wasn't playing. Neither was Adrian Peterson. And I, those are like the two guys. I, I wanted to see Alvin Kamara play and, Adri and uh, Derrick Henry, and both of them got injured the week before I went, and I was fucking pissed. I didn't get to watch either of them play, but Titans pulled it off. I was a Titans fan that day. Tighten up. That's another thing. Like I want to buy a jersey from every single stadium. Uh, I have not bought one from Chicago because I have like eight different Bears jerseys. Uh, two of which I I only wear two of them. I don't really wear the other ones. Um, but I do plan on getting a jersey at the Bears stadium eventually. I want to get an orange Justin Fields jersey, but that's only if he stays with the Bears. This year was kind of like promising for him, but... Uh, due to like the weirdness that was going on in Chicago, he didn't really get much playing time this year. But I believe in Justin Fields. I, I really liked Andy Dalton this year as well. He He's a great leader. I wasn't a fan of him being picked up by the Bears, but after watching him play, the man's a fucking beast, okay? He's a legend in my eyes. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Red Rocket fan, so thank you, Andy. Um, back to Nashville, though. <clears throat> yeah, um, these are going to be my final words. Ending off the podcast, I said it a million and one times already in the podcast, beautiful people, beautiful atmosphere, beautiful vibes. I walked there, I walked a lot, I actually lost weight in Nashville, I saw Vanderbilt in Nashville, it's on the strip on Broadway, if you just keep walking, you, you pass the Pred Stadium, you cross this bridge, you see Vanderbilt, beautiful, beautiful campus, huge school loved the way it looked um kept going and if you walk through like their like fields and you keep going past the fields they have a parthenon a mini parthenon in nashville saw that walked uh went to the mall had to buy shoes in nashville because it was raining the first day that i was there and i walked home from zazby's and then uh realized that i was wearing vans and they have holes in them, so my shoes were fucked, uh, so I had to go, and I bought Vans boots when I was there, um, so yeah, I went to the mall, uh, learned a little bit about the mall history, um, what mall was, what mall did I actually go to, I don't even remember, um, 
Uh, let's see. If I go to Uber, it should tell me like. Can you like see your previous rides on Uber? Um. No, you can't. Damn, I can't remember the name of the mall, but it's like a mall. It like flooded at one point, so I like learned the history about the mall and the flood. Um, I want to go to. Uh, fuck. What was her name? Ah, uh, no, I can't remember her name. Some famous chef. She had a restaurant, and it was right across the street from the mall. But they wouldn't let me in because I was wearing sweatpants. Those fucking assholes. They wouldn't let me in, um, so I didn't get to eat there. But I really wanted to. Um, that was like the only like thing that like really pissed me off about Nashville was like some places if you're not dressed to the occasion you can't get in. And like I wore sweatpants like a lot, and I was still getting into bars like nice bars like with sweatpants and like just sweatshirts and shit but uh some places yeah you had to have a dress code to get into which was really interesting but it's whatever um what else happened in nashville that, that's pretty much it that's all the good stuff from nashville there's not very much bad stuff oh last story last story so I was walking and I was wearing uh, these like checkered sweatpants. Uh, it's kind of like my sleeping sweatpants. They're Atari sweatpants, and I was wearing uh, like a really baggy hoodie and like my reflective jacket. Uh, I have a hunter reflective jacket, and this like man comes walking up to me. He's like, he's like, you're definitely not homeless looking like that. And I was like, you're right, I'm not homeless. And he's just like, go fuck yourself. I was just like damn dude like why you gotta be so hard uh but yeah i mean like other than those two incidences of like not being able to get in because i wasn't properly dressed or uh the the hobo that like basically was just trying to fucking rip my ear off and chew me out for dressing i guess not as a normal civilian <laughs> But other than that, yeah, Nashville was a blast. I loved it there. I plan on going back. Um, that's all I really have to say. To all my explorers out there, keep exploring. Never stop. And uh, if you guys want to reach out and have suggestions on stuff for me to talk about, DM me on Instagram at Ilhan, under, Ilhan aka Milton or Explore the Thought on Instagram. Thank you, guys. Keep exploring, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Peace.